Welcome to the position section of Duolingo Japanese. Now in this section, I'm quite excited to share with you how we can all graduate from only being able to use kore, sore, are to describe the position of items in Japanese. Now one of the best things about everything that you're about to learn in this section is everything is super easy to just start directly practicing in real life. So why wait? Let's get started. If you're excited to begin, then be sure to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on any future episodes in this series. And with that said, let's begin this review. Beginning with Nukiuchi Tesuto. In Japanese, this means pop quiz. Before we jump into this first phrase, I would like to quickly test you on one important previous phrase taught within Duolingo. Now, can you remember how to say there is an item? Such as to say, there is a chair. If your answer is, isu ga arimasu, you're all set to continue. Remember, arimasu is the verb meaning to be or there is. Now this phrase will become our building block for most of what follows in this section, so I wanted to ensure that you understand it. Understand? Good. Now let's take this and build our first new phrase. So rather than just stating there is a chair, let's modify this sentence to state where the chair is. So to accomplish this, simply add the position of the object between the main subject isu, meaning chair, and the following verb arimasu, meaning there is. Also, keep in mind that location words are marked with the ni particle, so don't forget to mark the position of our object with this particle as well to complete our sentence, resulting in the following phrase, isu ga soto ni arimasu. On a side note, I wanted to mention that when stating the position of an item, there's a new layer of understanding to be understood between imas and arimas. I'll let Chisa explain this one. Yeah, so arimas is used to always for non-living things or non-moving things. And imas is for living things or something that is uh, uh, moving. However, if the, there's an object, like a very small ob object, like a, a ball, yeah, even though the ball was moving, I wouldn't use imasu. But then like something bigger, like a bus um, vehicles that needs to have driver, I would use uh, imasu. But always for small, any small objects that are not living uh, or that are not alive, then you can use arimasu without without any gas. And of course, for like any living things, always use imasu. Before moving on to the next phrase of how to state the position of an object in relation to another object, we will need to cover one more fundamental concept, how the no particle is used to create a more descriptive noun by essentially merging two nouns together. For example, bedo no shita, meaning under the bed. Bedo meaning bed, Shita meaning under or below. By placing the no particle between these two nouns, we now have created one new noun that will become our position, under the bed. You can also use this noun bedo no shita as a subject within a sentence, such as to say, bedo no shita wa atsui desu. Bedo no shita meaning under the bed and atsui desu meaning is hot. So altogether, under the bed, is hot. Pretty cool, hey? And now that you understand this concept, let's put it to use in the next example. Hon ga tsukue no ue ni arimasu. The book 
is on the desk. As you can see, this phrase uses the same base structure as the previous example. Object, location, there is. However, in this phrase, we are using the no particle to merge tsukue, meaning desk, with ue, meaning above or on top, resulting in a new noun to describe the location, on top of the desk. Let's now walk through this phrase a little more closely. First, we have hon, meaning book, the main object we are describing. And of course, we mark this with the topic particle. Now, next, we state our position, tsukue no ue, meaning on top of the desk marked with the ni particle to clarify this as the location. Then, of course, we end the phrase with the verb arimas, meaning to be. So again, in translation, this sentence means the book is on top of the desk or the book is on the desk. Now that you've seen the structure of this phrase in action, let's now switch things up here and rather than stating the position of an item, let's state the position of an action. Now, this is going to require the use of the day particle. And in case you forgot, the day particle is used to mark a location that an action has taken place at, rather than ni, which simply just marks the position or time. So take a look at the following example to see how this works in greater detail. Restaurano naka de tabemas. I eat inside the restaurant. As you can see in this example, First comes the location, resutora no naka, meaning inside the restaurant. Then you will notice this location is marked with the de particle to indicate this is where the following verb took place, which in this case is tabemas, meaning to eat. So in conclusion, inside the restaurant is where I eat. Let's now move on to the last structure taught within this section that will allow you to state the position between multiple objects. Let's begin first by learning the structure, then we can fill in the blanks together to understand how it all comes together. The X is between the Y. Main subject, wa. Object 1, to. Object 2, no, aida des. Although this sentence may look long and confusing, it's really not. Actually, the structure is pretty much the same as all the previous examples we've covered. The only difference is here is that the position that we are stating now involves two objects, two particles, and one new word, ida, meaning between. Let's now dig deeper into this one and see how we can transform this structure into a phrase, beginning with our main subject. For this example, let's use hon as our main subject, meaning book. And what do we do with our main subject in a sentence? Mark it with the wa or the ga particle, of course. Moving on to state the position of this book, we now have to begin by defining the two objects that this book will be between. Let's say a chair, isu, and a table, teburu. Now notice how between these two objects the to particle is used. So in result, this means isu and teburu, chair and table. Now following these objects, we now will use the no particle to combine these objects with the position aida meaning between, creating our whole new noun to describe the position, meaning between the chair and table. Now comes the easy part, des, our classic sentence ender used to make a statement, politely of course. So again, this entire phrase, hon wa isu to teburu no aida des, means the book is between the chair and table.
Before we complete this review, I wanted to quickly ask Chisa a few questions on some tricky vocabulary included within this section. Now, it's rare to be confused with something as simple as vocabulary, but to me personally, in this section, some things just did not make sense. Like the following. I noticed in this section that some positional words had two combined together without using the no particle. How does this work? Well, um, I think hidari sta or midi sta, um, it's more kind of like shorter word by omitting no particle. Just to say the book is bottom left of the chair, it will be hon ga isu no hidari shita ni arimasu. But at the same time, you could also say hon ga isu no hidari no shita ni arimasu. You know, like you could put no between hidari and shita. However, you also heard too many no's, like isu no, hidari no, shita. So like it's maybe like it's a little too much no. That's why hidari shita, like the left and bottom are put together with a no particle. Just my assumption. Now what is the difference between sumi and katasumi to mean corner? Sumi and katasumi, both of them mean pretty much the same to me. However, I think katasumi is to emphasize that the object is positioned in the very corner of the place. Also, tonari and yoko, what's the difference? Both of yoko and tonari are very similar. And also distance doesn't quite matter. Yoko is to describe when the objects are aligned horizontally. Yeah, so for example, I could also say yoko ni naru to mean I'll lay down since my body is in a horizontal line. And tonari, tonari is to use when the objects are closest to each other side by side. So uh, just for example, like uh, you might have seen a movie, My Neighbor Totoro. But this movie in Japanese is uh, Tonari no Totoro. Tonari no Totoro. Uh, see, there's a no particle again just to put two nouns together. Tonari next and then Totoro. Meaning, uh, like in English it says My Neighbor Totoro. But I think Tonari can be also used to show how close things are. Not only physically, but also mentally too. And there you have it, many new ways to state the position of objects as taught within the position section of Duolingo. Now for a fast and easy way to review all that we had covered in this video, make sure to use the section markers below to quickly navigate between all the examples in this video. And one more tip here, to ensure that you unlock your full potential of practicing these phrases, make sure that you really spend some time becoming familiar with all the vocabulary from this section to really make use of these phrases within this section. If you enjoyed this video or found it helpful, then be sure to subscribe to this channel, like this video, or as a friendly bonus, leave us a comment or question below and we would be happy to speak with you or answer your questions even further. Arigato gozaimasu! for watching this video and we look forward to seeing you in the next one where we will be covering the vacation section of Duolingo. And at the time of filming this, I actually had no tips. So you won't want to miss out on that one. We'll see you there.